0: You know what, actually, we probably should have Facebook-lived this. Oh <laughs> I'm glad no one could see this. We'll just have to describe it. But Live I, recording from the car. I know this is happening, guys.
1: I at least have, like, our Google Doc so I can do our intro properly, but uh, <laughs> that's about it. We don't have a list of things. We're flying blind. All right.
0: I, I, We got limited time, so let's go. We'll just wait. It was so funny too, because I was like, "Is this a completely insane idea?" I'm like, "But it's an hour that I'm like wasting in the car." So (laughs) yeah, why not? Okay. For the real thing. All
1: right, count count me in.
0: All right, five, four, three, two, and one.
1: Hey everybody, and welcome to a very special double episode of the Krypton podcast, your podcast for all things related to sci-fi Superman prequel series Krypton. I'm Lacey, and with me, as always, is my co-host Michelle. In a very interesting uh, recording situation today. Hey,
0: (laughs) this is basically the the weirdest,
1: weirdest show we've
0: ever done. So, basically, here's the situation. I have two jobs. I might have explained this on the podcast previously. I'm not sure, and my schedule is insane. And so we can't we can't connect, right? And Fourth of July I screwed it up. And so I have to drive in traffic for an hour. And I said, hey, why don't you just call me on the phone, and we'll record it that way. And so you might hear my windshield wipers, horn honking. Don't worry, I'm on the Bluetooth, so I'm not gonna. I'm not. Like, I'm hands free. We're good um live,
1: it's live television guys it's happening live so yeah happening.
0: Like, if there was a way for us to have like live done this it probably would have been more entertaining but you know oh, here yeah. we are
1: in the rain it's in yoga pants michelle's in the car it's storming here there's every chance like my power will go out so let's <laughs> see what happens
0: this is how much we love this show and needed to speak about it i was like i'm doing this in the car <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it ourselves. Doing it. I don't even know. Okay.
1: Also, we are aware that we did not do an episode last week, so we have to do a we have to do a double duty thing this week. But I also feel like there's only one thing that everybody wants to talk about right now. So and it's not episode uh four. Right. <laughs> so maybe we'll just start with the big thing and and hit the highlights after.
0: think that's a good plan
1: oh Oh. yeah this is your final spoiler spoiler warning if you have not watched episode five a a better tomorrow or is it a better yet better yesterday Yesterday, yesterday. that's the actual name of the episode i'm doing great a better yesterday um please turn off this episode right now because we are about to super spoil you for like some major things so final final warning okay we're talking about it Okay, so at the end of at the end of this episode, after an installment that featured a lot of a lot of stuff, um, Krypton,
0: I think, killed off a pretty major character. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. split slit throat. It was real gross. Yeah.
1: It's like Game of Thrones level graphic.
0: I I have to say the one thing that I really was like I mean we praise this show all the time and their writing and it's just so good but like the fact that on an on another show there's no way this character would ever get killed. And I really was like jaw on the floor, oh my god, did that really just happen? What the hell? <sighs> Like, I, I have to give them, like, so if she's really dead, and we can get into how we think she might not be in a moment, but, like, if she's really dead, like, wow. Like, wow.
1: I think the phrase is balls of steel. Like,
0: yeah, woo. Like, like just wow. I just, I love, I think in order to be one of those, those shows that's, like, super successful, you have to take risks. And you have to do it in a way that's not just for like plot. No, like if you're a Walking Dead fan, then you know that like in the first couple mm-hmm. of that show death was so like, oh my god and it was meaningful and it got to the point where like death just became a like shock value thing and not necessarily like Yeah,
1: they were like, Who are we gonna kill off this
0: season? Yeah. <laughs> but like I feel like if you're willing to kill off such a major character, you you just you're taking such a huge risk and it's, to me, it's just like, wow. And, and everything that sort of is going to come out of that, I think, you know, it's, it's something that affects every single character.
1: Yeah. In like a really organic, meaningful way. Not just because people, you know, not just because they all knew who Lida was, but because they all had their own sort of very complicated, relationships with her like right. obviously seg's reaction is going to be different than miss's reaction is going to be different than val's reaction and jack's reaction i mean well jack did it but still you know i feel like that's a really natural sort of organic way to to kill off a character and have it mean something instead of just to do it like you were saying like the walking dead way like i stopped watching the walking dead several seasons ago because i was tired of the like it's a season premiere someone has to die Right, like, I was so shocked that while I was watching it, I was like, "Wow, why are we even sitting through this? She's never gonna do this. This is never gonna happen." And then it happened.
0: Yeah, and I, I think too, what I what I find interesting is like <clears throat> on a lot of on a lot of things, you know, there's a very clear cut like <clears throat> good side and bad side, right? Like there's like, oh, these are the good people, these are the bad people. Obviously, <clears throat> Drew is the, the antith- you know, like, the, the most evil, like, is that, like, maniacally sort of crazy person who's got this, like, insane goal and you're like, this dude will do anything, right? But mm-hmm. all of the other people exist on a level of, like, normalcy, in a sense, where, like, you have Jackson and Val, who are on the same side, they believe the same thing, they're fighting for the same thing, but they have two so completely different thought processes on like how to do achieve that um and it's or like even
1: what they're like willing to to do or to give up to get to that goal that they share
0: right and it's like you know she i love that she is this character who you know you you kind of Get where she's coming from. Like, she does something really terrible, but she's like, no. Like, we have to push him. We have to make sure that, like, the people understand that, like, he is awful. He is evil. He just allowed his own mother to die. Like, and it's it just, I don't know. There's, I have, like, a sort of a respect level for it, you know, because she's choosing to do something that she knows is going to not be okay with literally everyone. Mm-hmm she just so strongly feels this way about about it that she's like, no, like, this is what we have to do. And it's different from the way that General Zod is, you know? Like, her, her motivation isn't selfish. It's for the, quote-unquote, good of the people. Whereas Zod sort of uses the good of the people for his selfish purposes. Like, he claims that's what it's for, but we all know that's a bunch of BS. You know, like, it's just he's very power-hungry. Hers isn't about power she just thinks she believes this is really the only way that things can get done. I feel like
1: on that note, while we're on the Jack topic, we probably should talk about the fact that she like tried to commit genocide last week. So maybe I shouldn't have been that surprised that she <laughs> would murder one person. Right. Um, somehow <laughs> I was anyway, but um feel like there was so much packed in these two episodes that we maybe didn't get to sit long enough with the whole like I've created a bio weapon part of the thing. Um, so I kind of don't. I kind of don't. I kind of don't know where my feelings are with Jax right now because I agree with you. I think it's really like important that they made her the kind of character that would go that would actually go through or try to go through with both of those things, even though they are objectively like terrible action but i think that's when you have to have the discussion about like what i kind of hate the phrase i'm making air quotes no one can see me the greater good because i think that's usually used to sort of camouflage a lot of camouflage a lot of really bad things but it's also like a thing that's true sometimes like what is this what is this worth in a larger sense And i kind of think we've maybe fast-forwarded past the, the near-genocide thing because she killed Lyda in front of us, but that's also bad. <laughs> bad.
0: Yeah, I mean, she doesn't just kill Lyda. She kills Lyda, like, on live feed in front of the entire planet. Like, I know. Even though she knows that it's going to make everyone hate her because everyone loves Lyda,
1: although that's a whole other conversation we should probably get to in... In terms of like who is allowed to be sort of given second chances and and believed from a motivational perspective, because I have a lot of thoughts about this whole Nyssa storyline too. But we'll get there.
0: Yeah.
1: I just okay. So do we think do we think Lyda is really gone, like for real, for real, like dead?
0: I mean, she slit her throat open. So I think she, this Lida that we are seeing is definitely dead. Um, now, we know that cloning exists because this is a clone. Um, yeah, yeah. I they somehow forgot the, about that. They have the codex. And, you know, the codex, I don't really completely understand how the codex works, but I'm assuming that it essentially holds all, like, DNA of every person on Krypton, I guess. That's sort of the understanding I have of it. Um, you know, Lyta's DNA is definitely in there because she's bo- she bonded with, or binded, whatever they call it, with um, with Dev. So they had to have, like, gone there and did the whole blood DNA thing. So they definitely have her DNA. So she could be cloned. She could already be a clone. She,
1: like, and maybe real Lyta is somewhere else. A multiverse exists, it could be a different Lida. I don't know.
0: Right. There's also a question I have of like it'll be interesting as this moves forward. So we have Adam who has the data beam and Adam is able to sort of move throughout time with that. And so I wonder if at some point there is a there is a question of can we go back to that moment and stop her from killing Lida and readjust time yet again um i don't know though that necessarily they they would be willing to do that or they would be like that adam would be willing to do it or that like val would be willing to let him do it because they've already broken the timeline clearly so very much that that you don't know what the consequence of doing something like that could be yeah i also feel like
1: this is a science fiction show and nobody in a show like this that has multiple universes and time travel and whatever else they haven't even shown us yet is really gone. I mean, I watched the Arrowverse. Like, everybody <laughs> right. there has died, like, four times. So, I don't... I don't necessarily think this is the last we have seen of some version of Lida. I don't know whether I think it's will be the same character when we see her again or yeah i think that's a lot to say i kind of i mostly i think i i agree with you in that in that maybe this iteration of her is is really dead but she's there's no way they're letting that there's there's no way they're letting that character go for good i think also we always talk about the get ready for a headache people if lida were really gone slash completely really most sincerely dead dead forever wouldn't drew be like erased from the timeline like how could he still be standing there
0: right this is the other thing that like super confuses me and i'm like i assume at some point it will be explained um he did he did mention like a couple weeks ago like in passing sort of the idea that like well, they need the codex because so they needed Sex DNA to make him sort of thing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of not really clear on how he's still just there and hasn't just evaporated. Um, unless, of course, he's not exactly who we think he is or who he thinks he is. Um, I have had, you know, and then it's the soap opera watcher in me, thoughts of like, well, maybe he's not. <laughs> we'll win. Right, or, like, just maybe he's not, like, his fraternity or, you know, whatever maternity is not exactly what he thinks it is. Like, there was a moment where I was like, maybe he's Jaina's. And then I'm like, no, then it couldn't be Jaina and Seg's kids. That would be weird. Or maybe he's not really an L. Or maybe he's, I don't know. There's, like, all these different thoughts in my head of, like, well, maybe what we think is not true. But this show doesn't tend to really do that, so.
1: Yeah, um, that feels, like, cheating. Right. I think. I can't believe I'm about to say this because this is in no way a simple answer. I think the simplest answer is that some version of Lyda or Lyda's DNA or the ability to clone, like the, like some part of her still exists somewhere because otherwise he wouldn't. Like that seems to me the, like the clearest through line.
0: Yeah, and that's what makes me feel like maybe she's not – like, some version of her is not completely dead because we still need to get him. And I mean, of course, it happened at the end of the episode, so who knows what happens in the next, you know what I mean? I don't know what happens in the next episode. Um, but, you know, the fact that he doesn't just sort of disappear is kind of weird to me. But, I mean, I, that was also our thought process when Seg, you know, quote-unquote, died. Was that like, well, if he's not here anymore to father Drew, then how does that happen?
1: Yeah, I feel like we've, we constantly come back to this issue of we don't understand how this
0: timeline works, right? And I feel like at I just all. have to sort of let it go, and, yeah. and 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 feel like it will be explained at some point because it's just sort of hurting my head.
1: Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Speaking of babies, though, I was legit having like an anxiety attack throughout this entire episode because people are are fighting a war. There's maybe genocide happening, like. People are being murdered. Where is Core? Who has him? What is happening? Where is he okay? Has someone fed him? Like, I I spent so much of this episode being like, why does no one have the baby? Where is the baby? I I know.
0: I I mean, I feel like us and Nyssa are most concerned about this baby. Everyone else is just sort of like, yeah, whatever. I mean, it's fine,
1: you know. I mean, maybe there's like a really – robust nanny system in candor <laughs> i don't i don't know maybe there is a matrix sort of babysitting upgrade I, I don't know because i feel like i keep being like where is the baby like <laughs> it it is just i don't know like suddenly and, he's in a crib in in lida's room and yeah
0: <laughs>
1: i don't i don't know
0: i'm very also, concerned for
1: his well-being
0: speaking about core was seven types of hits that Seg got to meet his son without Nissa.
1: Oh my gosh! Not like
0: okay. I, I mean, I know I kind of have understood that that would happen because obviously Kor is with Lita and Drew, and Seg was with them as well. But I just was so just angry that like the first time he's holding his son you know, Nissa's not there. And I I have such, like, a love for her and for, like, their sort of mutual respect relationship that they have that I just... I was so angry that, like, she wasn't there when he saw their son for the first time.
1: Yeah, me too. That was just not... That was not cool. I feel like... I feel like in light of the cliffhanger, like, talking about some of the stuff in the previous episode is kind of like, "Ah, I don't know if this super matters. But I also... Kind of was side eyeing a little bit, that that the two of them didn't really talk about like why does why does she have Niss's baby like is, right, is, like, is, it, like are you gonna fill him in on how you like acquired this child right, like,
0: like you're not gonna tell him why you have the baby like and and he doesn't ask like why is Claire
1: yeah, that, that I, was I, another thing. like I 100 like of course she's not gonna just like offer this information like hey I totally like stole your kid from his babe mama like haha guess we're a happy family now but like he didn't ask and i was like i don't i don't understand why you're not asking asking. like that should be your first question i was really looking forward to that i was sort of looking forward to seg having to well basically i wanted him to sort of read her the riot act for many of the poor decisions that she has made (laughs) this season
0: kidnapping his child from this
1: (laughs) yeah that among other things, but instead it was just like, well, I guess she's been brainwashed, so it's fine. And now I'm like, oh, well, she's probably dead, so is this even worth talking about? But I was real mad about it, and I feel like that should be on record somewhere.
0: Yeah. Also, speaking of the brainwashing thing, I love, I absolutely love this whole brainiac seg thing. I love it. Yeah. I think it's so cool i love that he's like this small part of brainiac still sort of exists inside of him i love that that's why he couldn't be brainwashed like i loved all of those scenes where like brainiac is like standing next to him talking to him obviously only seg can see him um i just really super cool like really really cool
1: i think it's actually a really smart way to kind of Use the character because I remember we talked about this a couple of episodes ago, where we we're like, "Well, how are they going to have all these bad guys and keep them around, and what are they going to do with them?" So I think it's a really sort of creative way to answer that question without having to get without having to get rid of the character in some sort of like final battle situation.
0: Right. Also, yeah. the
1: part where Seg is shooting everyone like he is in a video game.
0: Oh my I god. <laughs> Okay, he's like, I, I think I, I think we don't um give Cameron enough credit. Like he's a really good actor. Like just like his facial expressions and like the things that he does like the way he, he's doing that and he sort of looks super confused, like, I don't know what's going on right now, but whatever, I'm just gonna go with it. Like he he just I, I don't know, he's just so good and I'm he's so like to me he's just such a perfect casting and he's such a good actor and I really just have to just sort of lavish my affections upon him because I just think he's so great. Um, no,
1: he's so funny and we don't, I don't think, recognize that enough. He has such good comedic timing.
0: Yeah, because he's not written as, like, the funny character. Like, Adam is very much written funny and, like, Ken yeah, is written just, funny. He's a straight guy. But, like, he definitely has this really great, he's very, he's more of, like, a sarcastic funny and so I think you t- sort of tend to forget that that's actually comedic. Mm-hmm. It takes talent. Yeah, it's absolutely it's a, to have like one-liners and zingers is, is way harder, I think, than just being like funny all the time. Um, but speaking of speaking of seg, I I need to like pour one out here for the beard. Oh my gosh! I don't know, I don't understand why we had a shave. I'm like really you know, upset. About it. I'm I am upset. It was
1: such a great look. I don't get it. It was unnecessary, and I feel attacked.
0: I feel personally attacked by the loss of the beard. I, Cameron obviously is a very handsome man, but he is, like, super sexy with the beard. And I am just really upset that it's gone.
1: Me too. It also is really weird how it made him look, like, 15 years younger to shave.
0: Yes. So weird. I was, like, are they CPI-ing this? I was so confused. <laughs> I was like, why does he look so, like, so much younger now? And I'm like, is it really just, like, the haircut and the shave? So they also cut his hair weird, too, and made his head look, like, pointy on the top. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really fan. I need the beard back. I want it back.
1: I do, too. I'm very much still in mourning for it. That
0: that glow-up was so great, and I I need it back in my life.
1: Yeah, I resent I resent it being taken away from me. Oh, my gosh, speaking of glow up. Dev glow up continues.
0: Oh my god.
1: A he another,
0: looks great. Another man who I thought was attractive, but this season I'm just like, wow. Sexy.
1: I know. A, he looks great. B we got so much Dev and Dana content. Oh
0: my god. I do even
1: like do we have a ship name for them yet? Because i I mean it might just be us and I'm fine with that. But I was so I here think for I it.
0: call I think I called them Dana on the internet. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's better than um, Jev. Dev is not good.
0: I love them together. And it's funny because I love them for multiple reasons. Like, I love them together as, like, mentor and student. I love them as, like, friends. And I sort of feel the sexual chemistry there, too. Like, so I, I'm kind of fine with either way. But, like, I just love, I love those scenes with them where he says to her, like, you're the only thing I've ever really believed in. Um, and I was just like, oh. "Oh my God, this is so great, it's so
1: great!" It's I was just I was yelling quite loudly um, because they really are so great together. I love them with their whole like we're gonna infiltrate the Sagittari and kill Drew plan. It was a good plan,
0: great plan. I love how confident they are in like one another too. Like, they're like, no, we got this. It's good. Like, we're going to be fine. There's, like, such a, a mutual, like, trust there. So great. The characters oh on God. this show, honestly, are just so well-written. Like, every every single character, like, and we've only had them for, what is it now, 15 episodes, right? I've only really known these people for 15 episodes. But I feel like I know so much about them and, like, who they are as people and, they just do such a great job with the character development and the relationship development. Like, everything is just done so well and so, like, seamlessly. I really appreciate it.
1: I know. I do, the only thing I would say is that I wish we got, like, I honestly wish we had, like, several times I thought this, in this week's episode particularly, that we had, like, five more minutes to spend on scenes, like, with Dev and Jana talking a little bit more about Lida and everything that sort of happened with her, that we had, like, five more minutes to get a little more, not to jump to the midst of discussion, but I feel like I need to see a little bit more of her POV, like, and five more minutes on Vida for a little bit more of her POV. Like, I'm so, like, I find everything that everyone's doing believable. I just want to know a little bit more about why. So, yeah, I so yeah. wish the episodes were longer. <laughs> Maybe one more episode in the season would be great.
0: Five more minutes. Yeah, like if it was a Netflix show, it would be an hour and ten minute episode. Oh, it would be too long. <laughs> so then it would be too long, and I'd be complaining about it. Um, <laughs> oh, God, so many things happen. So, well, let's talk about Nyssa. Oh, so, my girl. Oh, God, I, do, I love her so much. Like, I love her more and more every week. I love that, again, speaking of these characters, like, in terms of, like, good and bad, like, I like that she, she still sort of is remaining true to the side that she's chosen, you know, like, she's still trying to help them, she's still trying to do the right thing, but, like, you know, she needs to get her kids, so she has these, like, sort of impossible decisions that she has to make,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I, I loved the whole, like, the whole thing with, um, you know, that she didn't realize that, like, the respirators,
1: like we're, we're defective.
0: We're defective. Like she didn't know, and she's like, oh my god, and then and now she sort of has that guilt on her of like, oh, I I'm responsible for this. You know, I mean she's she's not. She didn't know that, but you know, she, just having her like you can see that she feels bad and like she's not just like, oh well, I had to go get my kid. You know, like, no, sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, what are you? Like, it's hard to it's hard to really be mad at her. Because, of course, she has the the biggest reason of all to to make, you know, what, what on paper would be like, well, this is a bad decision. But, I mean, what else is she supposed to do? Although I am really glad that she didn't know. I'm really glad that she was, like, not okay with murdering a bunch of innocent people on purpose. Right, that right. was a great personal relief to me. So, I mean, it sucks that she's now got to still live with the fact that it happened and she was pretty much the reason for it but at least she didn't like plan to kill a thousand people or however many I'm not even sure how many people I, didn't really have, I don't really have like a good grip I don't think on how many people are on Wegthor and yeah are involved in this like I'm making air quotes again war because sometimes it looks like a ton of people and sometimes it looks like a dozen dudes so I don't I, I don't know
0: I, I know I, I kind of can't I kind of don't really like I, I can't wrap my head around it either. I'm just sort of like, hey, yeah, a bunch of people. Okay, sounds good. Um, yeah. I do, though, like you said, I, I wish I had a, we had a little more time of her, like, I, I don't want to say, like, talking to herself or, like, just something where we could sort of just sort of hear her a little bit more, get a little bit more from her. Yeah, because like, I feel like Lida at least gets to talk
1: to Drew. Like, she doesn't really right. have anybody to talk to in a in a in a way that lets you know that she's being truthful because whoever she right. talks to you know she said something that i thought was just such a great line it was like i'm a traitor to both sides now so like ev- which technically is true so who is she going to have a conversation with that we can like trust it that it's that it's really like what she's thinking and feeling like lida talks to talks to drew seg talks to adam like Everybody kind of has a sounding board, except for Nissa, who is, is stuck being in the middle of everybody with no really clearly defined perspective.
0: Right. She does have. I just like appreciate her scenes with Val. Those were in last week's episode. Um, Val just loves everyone. Uh, So I have to say, one of my my absolute favorite things about this show, and I think I I said it on Twitter, was like, and again, I understand that these people come before Superman, but uh, every time Val or Seg does something that just is glaringly Superman-esque, you know, I always always just make my heart swell, because I'm just like, I love the idea that, there are certain sort of, like, genetic traits that are inherently elves. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, when Jack says to Val, like, no, it has, like, you're the only person who gives them hope. Like, you're an L. That's what elves do. And it's, like, it, it bears in theme with, like, for me, you know, we all know I love, like, the Snyder version of Superman, so, like, it bears in theme with that. And it just, the idea that, like, this is something that is just inherent in, in Superman. That he gets from his family, I love that, and I love that like we get to see these little these little parts of it in Seg and in Val, just that that inherent goodness, you know, and and that, that they do they inspire hope, and that you know Val has always sort of been that person, and then we've seen Seg go on that journey to become that person that you know people really believe in, and feel you know, like Adam like Adam really believes. Like, I don't know that he really believed in him before. It was more of, less just, like, well, you're the person I have to go to. Whereas mm-hmm. now, like, he, he honestly believes Seg can do, do good things, you know? Um, I just love that. Like, that, to me, that connectivity is something that I love. Because I feel like a lot of the time, especially in this season, like, we've gotten to this point where Superman's sort of a non-factor. It's not really part of the story anymore. But it's there. It's there in the threads. It's there in, like, the fabric of the show. That, you
1: know, yeah. day for man is, is still there. And I love that. 100%. Like, I love how much Val, like, wants to and, and does see the best in people, even when they don't necessarily deserve it. Like, because he just believes everybody is 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 or can be good. And it's right. so, like it's so, I mean, I feel like I've, I've written a lot about this issue lately, because I'm really, like, I don't know if maybe it's just because the world is such a dumpster fire, but, like, I personally need some, I need more characters and more stories that are about people like, choosing to do the good thing, being hopeful, like, when it's hard. Like, and I feel like he is, The that whole elf family is the best example of that, of, like, even in the darkest places, like, there's still, there's there's still hope. Like, what, right. is, what is the line about that? S doesn't mean like, super. Because it's not what it's about.
0: Right. Right. And that, and that is an inherently Superman thing. Like, Superman always believes the best in other people. You know, he's the one who, you know, like, when they're, when it's in, like, their Justice League, you know, he's the person who lifts up, you know, Batman, who's always very, like, you know, down and, you know, like, it, it's Mopey, Mopey, and like, that's just who he is, he's the person who's like, no, we can do this, we got it, like, that's something that I just love, that they, that's a thread that continues through the entire family,
1: because they're all, and the, people. and the idea
0: that other people see that in them, you know what I mean, like, they're saying to Val, like, they will follow you, it's the same way that people believe in Superman, you know, and, and it's because they exude this certain know, like, aura of, of genuine goodness and hope that you want to believe in it. You know, like, it's like the beginning of um, the Justice uh, League movie, you know, like, where everyone's, like, all sad that Superman's gone and, like, you know, whether we let you liked that movie or not. The opening, I love that whole idea that, like, when Superman is gone, the world just doesn't feel the same anymore because that, he was their beacon of light and their beacon of hope. I love that. Like Val and Seg have that same, you know, charisma about them. Aww, I love them. <laughs> like, yay! Oh, so funny. I we say this a lot, but I'm like, when the, when I heard about this show, I was like, Psh, no <laughs> I know, right? I'd be like, this now, like, be good. this is my favorite show. I love it so
1: much. I mean, I know we do say this a lot, and you kind of also said it a little before, but like. The fact that this show is so good, it, it doesn't have any right to be this good when we technically, like I'm making air quotes, already know the ending. But like, Hi. but it's still like, it's so, it feels weird to use the word like brave about a TV show, but it is like, yeah. it's like, it's the storytelling is very brave. It's like, you know what, we're going to do what we think is a good story. And yeah.
0: And I think, for it. too, one of the things that, that is a, does a service to this show is that it is filmed, written, filmed, and done before it ever goes on air. So there's never that opportunity for, like, the Internet to be yelling about it mm. and, the, and the showrunner to feel the necessity cow-cow to that? Yeah, so, like, because I I can I can without you know shouting out anyone in particular. Arrow, um, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of like you know, oh the internet is yelling about this, so now we have to change the entire trajectory of our show so that it it you know the internet stops yelling at us. And it's just like, no, I really just want you to tell the story that you want to tell, and and hopefully it hopefully it resonates with people and you get to tell the story for many seasons to come. And if it doesn't, I just feel like there's something more authentic in you telling the story you set out to tell than trying to change it to, to fit, you know, a narrative that other people think it should be. Mm -hmm. You know, like I always just sort of like when people are yelling on the internet, I'm always like, it's not your story. Like you don't get to dictate how it plays out. And if you don't like it, that's fine. Write your own story.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, like, it's okay to like to not like some piece of a story. Like that's fine. Like that's right, what stories like, are. But like, you are also not love... in, like not entitled to to direct it either.
0: Right. You don't have to love every facet of a story. Like I can. I don't. I don't love what was done to Lida. I like. I like that they tried to explain that she was brainwashed but I also was like I was so turned off by everything that she did I kind of got to a point where I don't care that she was brainwashed
1: yeah same I feel like if we had done an episode last week I would have yelled about this a lot more but now it feels like like maybe that's what what but I would have yelled I think about this last week because at the time I remember like I scribbled down in my notes when I when I watched the episode that it felt like a cop out and yeah. on some level it kind of did. Like, it's, it's it shows do this all the time, too. Like, when you want to have, a, I'm, I'm making a lot of air quotes tonight, like, a good character do something, like, questionable. Like, that way you get to have it both ways. Like, you get to have the good character do something that's, like, problematic, but also you've built in a reason to not be mad at them for it. And that's me always feels lazy yeah. because I can 100% believe that Lida on her own did all of these things because yeah. Lida has been through some shit. Like she has, like, of course that should change her and that should change the way she looks at the world and the way she interacts with it and the choices she makes. That, that is evolution. That like just being like, well, suddenly Lyda is like really mean to everyone and kidnap like her boyfriend's baby because she had her brain washed by technology like had her brain like scrambled by technology like that to me is 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 not cool it's like letting the character off the hook while still while still trying to get the sort of shocking story that you wanted and i I hate that yeah yeah, like i said i would have yelled about that so i'm
0: doing it now Right. I mean, for me, it was a thing where, like, I I felt like the motivation was there in the narrative, yeah, for her to do all of those things. Like, I I feel like there was a you know a desperation to you know having lost Seg, like why she would take the core, absolutely, like why she would follow her son. She lost everyone. You know, she lost her mother. She she had to choose between her mother and and Drew, and it's like. In order to, the you know, human psyche, in order to sort of justify that choice, you, you throw yourself, you go all in on it, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you got to make it worth it. It's, it's very much the way, like, Jaina has always tried to sort of rationalize in her own psyche what happened with Vidar by, by always having him be, like, her beacon. You know, it, it made, I, I wrote about this in my re- recap of episode three, like, she it allowed her to sort of make that choice worth it. Yeah. It makes it like you make it count. Yeah. Right. And so like, I kind of, I kind of felt like the brainwashing thing was like a little bit of a cop out and I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I was like, It saying. felt
1: it didn't me neither. And I'm glad that, that hopefully at least that's over, but it does like, I would not have, I would have preferred that story to go a different way. I mean, clearly it is now going a different way, but also on some level you could argue that that's copping out too because now nobody has to deal with the fact that any of that happened with Lida and she can be sort of like, I feel like there's a trope sometimes that like we sort of idolize people who die and I feel like that is 100% what will likely happen with Lyda, except I don't think she's going to be 100% dead so it probably won't be that bad, But like, but we won't ever have to like, face that issue and that does feel like it's off out a little bit. Right. Especially because I'm so excited that I remember to say this because I feel like everyone is all with, like at, like Nissa is the polar opposite of that. Like Nissa will have to pay for this forever, which she should. But right. like everybody's like, "Oh, well, guess we can't trust Nissa now. She did like one thing and it was bad." Nissa is now like you know, I don't know, needs to to be not trusted, slash punished, slash whatever.
0: And everybody was like, well, light is still good. Right. And it also feels like in killing her, you've now sort of created her as like a martyr. Because it's like, well, one of the bad things she did she didn't really want to do, you know, it's that, you know, she was brainwashed and now she died. So it's like... Her death is going to be like the catalyst for everyone moving forward. Like, oh, we have to do this for Lyda. We have to, you know, avenge Lyda and all of that. And so it's it's sort of like, like you said, you're you're sort of washing away the bad things that she did. She did a lot of bad things. She let a lot of people die. And like, you know, Drew explains that he took away like her um, emotions. I guess is kind of the way I, I say. I think I think they use the word empathy. Right. He said he took away her empathy, and well, that's fine, but like you you can also not be empathetic and still not like want to kill people.
1: yeah, I mean, you could not have any empathy and still recognize that like murdering a bunch of people is wrong,
0: right, or recognize that brainwashing a bunch of people is also wrong, like or
1: kidnapping babies or whatever thing it is that you're doing, like, okay, you don't feel bad about doing it, but like should you do
0: it? Right, it's not really the same thing. Right, there should still be a level of, like, consequence in your mind of, like, is this a good choice or not? Just just because you can't, like, empathize with what's going on doesn't mean that your bad and good decision-making skills are completely gone. Yeah. So, yeah. that,
1: kind
0: of, that is, and, and that's me saying I absolutely love this show, but that's one facet of it that I just don't – Yeah, I have really that that not –
1: I love this show, too, obviously, or I wouldn't be sitting here in my bedroom talking to you in your car while it's storming <laughs> around both of us in two <laughs> different states. Duh. But, like, I really have it. One of the things that I really feel, like, let down by this season is the light storyline because I feel like we got a lot of messy light stuff. Oops, light is brainwashed, so I guess that's okay. And now light is dead, so we don't have to talk about it again. Right. And I feel like that's not that's not what I wanted from this story. I was also really looking forward to like Jaina telling her what's up and now I'm not gonna get that and I'm a little mad. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's after they didn't give me SEG being like, Hey, why do you have my kid?
0: Right. Why did you kill my baby? Also, is someone gonna go get the baby?
1: <laughs> Again, back to this like where is the baby? Like get
0: we're gonna get the baby right like everyone's shooting things and we're leaving and I got it but where is the baby
1: I feel like we just keep coming back to this issue I'm assuming he's just still in his crib in like Lida's room I don't know and there's a, a, a very robust nanny system of people being brainwashed
0: I have to have reason of course because we can't ever go an episode without discussing my love for Adam. Oh, um, well, yeah, duh. I mean, Adam just gets better every week. Every week he does something that I'm like, now you're more becoming like a hero. Like, I loved how he, I can't remember if it was last episode, no, it was last episode, how he was just like, yeah, I'm going to go, and, you know, I might die, but I'm going to go be, you know, I'm going to go do this thing. I'm going to go help. And I just loved <laughs> him. Also, he is somebody's face worse, and I lost my chair. I, I was mean, like, you know, Adam it. said Space Force, and it's all happening. I hear you all trolling Donald Trump, and I think it's hilarious.
1: I mean, maybe I'd be more pro-Space Force if if Adam Strange were in charge of it.
0: I mean, that would, uh, yes, absolutely. I also am missing him and SIG, so I need them back together. I know
1: I I like him him and and Kem and their buddy cop thing, but yes. uh, it's not as good as his his buddy cop thing with Seg.
0: No, I mean the superior romance is Adam and Seg, so I need them back together. Also, did you say
1: because I was one hundred percent I don't looking back on this I don't know why I thought this because it doesn't make any sense, but when they were all looking at the like the secret hidden room with the with the hidden army in it i was like oh god doomsday is definitely in there and i have no idea of why i thought that
0: oh i i thought that at verse two. i was like oh are we gonna finally have fun because i'm um, actually you know <laughs> that's my doing anyway that's my other gripe with this show so we entered we have the doomsday thing right and like he got released and he's just running amok on krypton and i don't understand
1: it's like, maybe maybe he's core's nanny I don't know
0: I, I'm like I don't and I mean they've mentioned him a couple times but we've now gone like two whole episodes without any nary mention of him like you know destroying something or anything and I'm just like I feel like it's going to be weird when he just pops back up I, yeah
1: I don't I mean it's not like I even think that there needed to be like a plot with him Or anything. I don't even I don't even know that I think Doomsday is like sentient enough to to, like have a plot. But maybe just like a heads up on like he was spotted like pillaging some camp or like Jaina and Dev talk to some random person out in the waste who like mentioned they saw this weirdo creature. Just randomly. Like just the idea that that something that monstrous and destructive would just sort of, like, run out into the world and never be heard from again is weird. I mean, I'm 100% positive we're going to see Doomsday again, but this... this right. It's a, it's a weird omission.
0: I know. And I'm, I, mean, I mean, I'm interested, of course, as always, to see where it's going or what they're going to do with it. There's a part of me that's also kind of like, you guys could have wrapped this up in the first episode and been like, oh, we recaptured him. And... Kind oh, yeah, of like
1: he's him. back in the basement.
0: Yeah,
1: like, I would have been fine with that, too. <laughs> yeah, me too. And then, like, oh, no, there's a terrible accident that he rele- is released because the door cracked or something. Like, that's fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I have no
1: idea where the show is going to go from here, like, at all. I never know
0: where this show is going to go, and I love it. Like, I absolutely love that I have no clue, like, where anything is going. I can't ever predict, like, where this show is going, and it's my, probably my favorite thing about it.
1: Yeah, and I think even when I think I know where
0: it's probably going, it's
1: it, much like this week, does not do that.
0: I mean, much like our show, just when you think you know what's happening, I am driving in the car recording <laughs> <laughs> in the rain. <laughs> And, you know, it's totally – I think on Twitter I, I said we were Adam Stranging it as in, like, you know, just sort of winging it and hoping that it works out for the best. Um, <laughs> I think this has been largely successful.
1: I mean, I think, think it will be just, a little bit abbreviated because like you have an end point of your journey. But,
0: right. But, I mean, you know – I would like to be, mention for, for our podcast listeners to feel bad for me, I have been in this car – an hour and a half and have still not reached my destination. <laughs> so
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Is there that anything was... we have not covered? Um
1: let's see.
0: I thought my I... last week's episode, like not a lot happened. Like stuff happened, but like not like a lot a lot. Like I definitely loved like say you know being reunited with Lida, but at that point I already was like sort of off the Lida train, so I'm like, yeah, whatever. Um, I love. Oh, Drew would say. Just, oh, let's have that, that for a second. That
1: all of their interactions in the past two episodes have been killer,
0: killer, they, and I. So love, good. I love so a lot of times on shows or movies and things like that. You get these characters who, like, it's their son or their father or whatever. And there's always this sort of, like, I want to redeem you or, you so you're my kid, so I'm going to, like, make excuses for you or I'm going to try to fix you or I'm going to try to help you. And it's, like, sometimes that's just not the thing it is. And I mm-hmm. absolutely love that Seg was, like, no, we're not family. Like, he was, like, if you're doing some shit that's not okay and I I will kill you, like, Absolutely.
1: I don't care. <laughs> I do um, really like that. That feels like such a natural kind of, of evolution, though. Well, also because Drew's done some really like super bad things. Because I feel like when Seg first found out that, oh, this whole this is my son from the future, I feel like he wouldn't. I feel like he would have done that <laughs> thing. If he's like, I have to try to to fix them because he's right. my son and he's in, you know, part L or whatever and now he's like, nope, never mind. But I feel like it's not a, it's not a, um, like that didn't come out of nowhere, obviously.
0: Right. No, but I feel like even in, on it, on something else, even though this man tried to brainwash him, he was just, that character was something like, but well, you're my son and I'm going to fix it and I, I love this. I know, I just, I know no. you do not mean it. Right. So i just like, nope, not okay. We're shutting this shit down right now. Like, you know? I also okay. So we're supposed to just.
1: I'm assuming we're supposed to assume that the reason that the brainwashing stuff didn't work on Seg is because of Brainiac's like mega brain,
0: right? Or maybe okay.
1: just because there's like two brains in one body.
0: Right. I think. Did they not say that?
1: I mean, they might have. They might have said that. I think it was definitely applied with like the split screen of like Brainiac face and Seg face, but they probably said something because that seems to be the most obvious reason. Right. Although it did to be almost seem like Seg was acting a little more Brainiac than Stegish, but maybe that's just because he had to shoot a bunch of people with his elite <laughs> fighter skills. So funny! Oh, so great. Um, I'm trying to say. I feel like two episodes happened, but I I think that you are in fact right, and that I don't know that there was that like much shockingness. I feel like I would have spent if we'd done an episode just an episode four, I would have been, I would have spent most of the time yelling about about the Lida situation, which I have done, so I feel good about that. Yeah. And i yeah. trying to remember whether or not there was anything else of note that I wanted to talk about.
0: I also do appreciate the fact that, so if we recall season one, I remember the lead up to season, to episode five, um, everyone was like, oh my God, everything changes. The show you think you're watching isn't the show that you're watching anymore, blah, 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 blah. And that was the episode where we got that reveal that it was Zod and it was, you know, all that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like episode five. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think, I I love that, like, episode five is always, like, the game-changer episode.
1: These people are good at keeping secrets.
0: Like, even though we don't have, like, this show doesn't have a mid-season break, this is sort of like a mid-season finale. You know what I mean? Like, there's always, like, some thing that goes down and it's like it turns the narrative on its head and so like you know killing Lita is something that you're like oh my god I I I don't just never saw that coming and now what does that mean like how does that change everything you know it's kind of what we talked about in the beginning so I love that they sort of do that that they they build this story and then just completely flip it on us halfway through I think it's awesome again wonderful writing
1: yeah even the part it's it's so well done even the parts that I'm like this part's not my favorite. Like, I can understand like why, why oh,
0: do stuff Oh, one last thing, Jack. Jack can shoot lasers out of her eye. Oh my god, she's got the OG laser beams out of her eyes. Love it. I, I thought that was so cool.
1: Explanation. Where it was like, kinetic. oh, I have like kinetic energy in my eye, lasers, and I'm like, that sounds legit. It says 100% like...
0: 100% legit. A real thing. <laughs> I also feel like in these last two episodes, this show has 100% become a science fiction show. hmm Like, whereas before it sort of Peter's it is like 100% a sci-fi show. like, and, and probably one of the best ones out there.
1: Agreed. Okay. Any, any final thoughts from the car before I... Wrap us up? Um.
0: No. I. I hope that you know. My, I have to start using blinkers soon, so I'll have to sign <laughs> off. You, all, you guys will want to hear my blinker. Um. Thanks for bearing with this uh, hot mess of us. That we're. I think. It, I think it went pretty good, though. I do, too. This is fun. Let, let us know if driving, you enjoy. Right, let us know if you enjoy our car talk. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we'll be like carpool karaoke, but pod carpool podcasting.
0: Carpool podcasting, that I love it.
1: but thank you um, everyone listening for living without us for a week while we didn't record because Michelle has seventy five jobs. So, woo-hoo, woo Yeah, you guys are the best, and thank you everybody who listened and donated during our charity podcast marathon with DC TV Podcasts a couple of weeks ago. Um, we passed our goal; it was amazing. You can roll back in the feed and listen to me and Andy sort everybody into Hogwarts houses. If you, if you feel so inclined to do that. Uh, and you can also visit kryptonpodcast.com for all the latest news, photos, trailers, descriptions, and more about Krypton, along with all of the latest episodes of the podcast, including the aforementioned charity episode that we did, which, you know, more live television. So great. Uh, you can follow the podcast on social media where Krypton podcast on Facebook and Twitter, uh, we did not get our act together to do email and Twitter this week again, but since Michelle is recording from her car, I hope you all will forgive us. And maybe we'll do like <laughs> a special segment on listener mail next time. Cause I feel like a lot of people are going to have a lot of thoughts about this lightest situation and we would like to hear them. Uh, yeah. If you have them tweet at us or email us at krypton at gmail.com. And we'll read some of our faves next time when we, figure out what is happening with all of this on the show. And you can subscribe to Crypton Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio, and Google Play. And while you're on iTunes, hit us up with some five-star reviews because you like us. We're awesome. Uh, it's a great way to support our podcast and to let other people know where to find us. And you can follow the entire DCTV Podcast Network, which is basically a podcast for every DCTV show you can think of at DCTVPodcast.com. You can follow the network on social media at DCTVPodcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our mega feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Radio, and Google Play if for some reason you need to listen to about 12 podcasts every week in your life. Uh, Thanks for bearing with with us and for listening. Michelle, please drive safely. Use your blinkers freely now that we're done. Um, And thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye.
0: Listen and I explain how you are gonna help me. Soon, the entire galaxy will learn to fear us. You can't save everyone's life. I have to at least try. What part of unstoppable killing is she you do not understand? is determined to win this war. If you do nothing, he will succeed.